Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Here we go. Yes, we are live. Here we go. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind Body TV. Hold on a second here. <laughs> I'm Kim Duramo. I am, let me do that, I think. <laughs> I am really excited to do today's broadcast. I think this last couple of weeks have been a little bit more, um, like a little deeper uh, than our usual, like, I mean, I think they're all pretty profound, but a little bit more teaching, I guess we could say. All right, now that that's handled. <laughs> Here we are. I would love to hear where you're tuning in from. I have some really, I think just really deep nuggets we're going to share today. I had um, my session yesterday with Jess and Alicia, who are the mentors in the mind body community and Facebook and in the embracing health program. And, and they, you know, we just go so deep in these sessions. Um, you know, they've been mentoring with me for years and there's a lot that came up around shame and like where we embody this and it sort of hides out, but keeps us really busy wasting a lot of our energy, uh, sucking away our energy so we can't heal easily. We can't create abundance. We can't have this great love in our life that's already here. We're just like missing out on everything. Um, and it keeps us in lack, even though we actually have access to abundance. So I'm going to talk about that and I'm going to talk about you know, why sometimes it's your greatest pain that is your greatest gift. It's your greatest, uh, you know, struggles that end up being your greatest teacher. It's your greatest um, fears that end up being like your greatest, um, not just the, the journey and like the growth, but the abundance. It's like, it looks like a bad thing, but it's actually a really good thing. And our avoiding it is what keeps us in so much lack and exhausts so much of our energy. So welcome to our broadcast. Thank you for <laughs> sharing where you're tuning in from. We've got Oklahoma City, uh, Serbia, uh, with love, Serbia maybe. Um, hello, Tanya, Janelle, Stephanie, hello, Lisa, Atlantic Beach, Florida, South Africa, Vermont, Canada, Colorado. And thank you, Danielle. My mom picked it out. Uh, Vancouver, Arizona, Louisa, Tennessee. All right. Everybody who is here in Instagram, because we are broadcasting in there as well. San Clemente, California, Chicago. I'm in Boston, Massachusetts right now. France. Fantastic. South Carolina. All right, Michigan, here we go. So here's what I wanted to share is that a lot of times uh, we have like kind of the deepest densities that can live in the human body and it will manifest as all these things that keep us busy, but it's actually just, we're trying to avoid feeling what we're feeling. So you've got these stuck energies in the body, whether it's like something happened when you were 10 and you were so horribly embarrassed that I'll never let that happen again. I'll always, you know, I have a 10 year old daughter. So it's like, I'll never be honest. I'll never let someone really see me. I'll never let my guard down. I'll never, um, 
you know, be, be free to just share. I had a, a client who had, you know, been shamed. She was really young and dancing around wildly. And then like that didn't go over so well with the adults around her who were really scared about that level of free expression. And instead of just learning like, oh, let me have, um, let me learn discernment. Uh, it, it just shut her whole system down. Like her sexual energy was shut down. Uh, her, her, you know, that's the Kundalini energy. That's like the life force in your body. So thyroid disease, chronic fatigue syndrome, the body doesn't heal. You know, when you get sick, like a lot of things happen that you're like, other people is just working out. How come my system can't, you know, heal from that injury or um, trauma or whatever, it's, there's something stuck. So we won't access all of our energy and all of our life force when these things are there. And then we sort of like wall off around them. Like, oh, there's this little nugget of shame. Let me always be really careful. Let me always be really good to others so they don't hate me. Like there's so many layers of the personality that then come in to guard us against that. So we never, 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 never feel that thing again doesn't actually work out so well because so much life force goes in to suppressing that. So much life force goes into walling that thing off. And then so much of our life force goes into those protections of like always being careful, always being very successful. So others don't think I'm you know, unworthy. Um, always, you know, taking care of others so they don't think I did a bad job. You know, it just can be really crazy all the ways we develop the protective personality. But it's like, is that actually me? Would I be oh, so excited to come over and take care of you and help you, you know, clean your house or shop for your groceries? I love that. That's great. Versus like, well, I can't say no because she really needs me and I should help her because she can't do it herself. So I go help you clean your house or help you do your groceries, but I'm exhausted, depleted, and resentful. So it could be the same exact action. But if I don't check in with like, what's my organic truth? What really brings me more aliveness? Then I'm just living in, you know, exhaustion and depletion. I had a friend last week who uh, was in a relationship and felt like, well, I should be compassionate to the other person, even though she really didn't like his behavior. So instead of like letting herself have her feelings, like I'm not okay with this behavior, she just suppressed that. And it was like, let me just be a nice person. Let me be a good girl. But she's not serving herself and she's not serving him. And it's like, that is not what a compassionate relationship actually looks like. A compassionate relationship means I show up authentically. Whoa, this really bugs the crap out of me when you do blah, 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 blah. Let's talk about this. Let me be honest with you. That's actually more compassionate than, no, it's okay. I don't mind trying to be a nice person, but I'm actually seething with resentment inside. Ultimately, it's going to kick that other person in the ass anyway, because resentment is going to come out when you least expect it. So if you find yourself in defensiveness, no, I didn't do that. What I really meant was, no, the reason I did that was when someone's like accusing you or attacking you and you go to defensiveness, you're wasting energy. Protection, which is like, let me make sure I do this because I already know she's going to say that. Uh, so like preemptively charting your course because you know what thing you're trying to avoid or handle. So protective. Uh, reaction where someone like says something and you're triggered at like a 10. Maybe what they said was this little thing, but you're like, ah, I can't believe she said that. Reactive. 
uh, or you find yourself fixing, like working hard, fixing, changing, improving, trying to make your life work. So these are sort of the four places you will notice uh, your energy gets sucked away. I guess we could also say under that, um, that last category of fixing is like you're working. So complaining, right? Like, I don't like what's happening, but I feel so powerless. I'm just going to gripe and complain because I don't really find another outlet for how to make this change. So defending, protecting, reacting, super triggered, uh, or like working really hard, complaining, fixing. If you find these things going on, we're going to go underneath them to actually dissolve the nugget of fear or shame that is at the root of these behaviors. The organic self would never do any of these things. Like it already knows I'm infinitely loved, infinitely sourced, infinitely powerful, infinitely free. I wouldn't go do this thing I hate <laughs> because I think I need to do it and there's no other way. I would simply open to say what else is possible and I would let a new way be revealed. I would look, I would stay curious. Of, wow, I know I don't want to do that thing. What's another way of handling this? What's another way of doing it? So staying open to curiosity has your brain work in a whole different way that lets in new ideas, that lets in new possibilities, that lets in new awareness that you simply can't see when you're doing these other four things, defending, protecting, reacting, fixing. Oh, Christina, is your video cutting out? Nope. Everyone else seems like good. <laughs> uh, hello from Kentucky, Turkey, Vancouver, Colorado, Florida, Michigan. Happy to be with you, Kim, Rumi. I'm glad to be here with you too. All right. Uh, Sweden, Amy said, uh, oh, okay. Otherwise it festers. Let it out. Yes. Uh, let me just look at the comments here. Hello, Laurence. Okay, so we won't necessarily, and very often we don't, feel those nuggets of sheer and fame, sheer and fame, sheer and fame of fear and shame, right? And that's because the protective personality is doing its job. It's like, no, no, I don't have any shame. I'm just really sick. Help me fix my problem. No, no, I don't have any fear. I, we just got to like rearrange my relationship because I have this, like, you don't understand my husband. He's just terrible, <laughs> right? You put the power outside of yourself. So when there are these nuggets of fear and shame, they're very often unconscious. Um, most of the people in this community have gotten some level of awareness. So you're like, oh, wow. Either you're doing the instant elevation tool, which is sort of the foundation of all of this work. And you're like, whoa, when I drop into my body, I sure am aware that I feel so heavy. Oh, when I really relax and breathe, I can feel the fear that I was avoiding. You're actually moving in the right direction when you do that, because that's when it begins to dissolve. It can't dissolve when it's being suppressed, protected, walled off, and like, ah, I don't even notice it anymore. That's when it's like the safest and the most um, stuck, but it's still taking up a lot of your energy. Oh, sorry. Hold on a second. I'm not in my usual place of work, so things are a little tricky sometimes. All right. I have so much defensiveness, but leaning in to breathe it. Observe it and get curious. 
Yeah. And so this, um, it might be very, very, very uncomfortable. But if you were aware of how much energy moves when you do this, you would do it all the freaking time. I shared uh, a few months back with this uh, experience with my husband where he was like pointing out all this stuff that was going on, these unconscious behaviors I was in. And I did not like that. I, I mean, it was so uncomfortable, but I refused to defend and protect because I knew like that's just going to keep the wall going. And that's not what I want. So instead of that, I just let all the walls down and received everything he said. And it felt like I'm being slaughtered. Like it was so freaking painful. But I just did the Ho'oponopono. I love you. I love you. I love you. The one who feels this pain is not me. The one who feels threatened is the ego. And I'm not the ego. I'm not the story. I'm not the persona. I'm the I am. I am the true self. And so as soon as I decided, like, I am, because I could feel that the defensiveness would not only, like, have me not feel the pain that was in me, uh, but it would put a barrier between myself and my husband in this case. And it would actually feed my ego. <laughs> and I already knew I did not want to feed the freaking ego. I'm like, anytime we're yearning for something more in our life, more love, more joy, more time, more um, money, more health, anytime we're yearning for something more, It's an indication there's there's more. I'm feeding the ego more than I'm living the true self, right? So if I'm like telling my husband, no, here's why you're wrong. Here's why I should have said that thing. Here's why it's okay I did that behavior that's bothering you. Now I'm feeding the ego. So now the ego is taking up more residence in my resonance. <laughs> it's taking up more space in my field. Well, the more space the ego takes, the more energy the ego eats, the less energy available to flourish my life, the less energy available for amazing creation, inspired ideas, like attracting awesome things and awesome people. The ego is definitely not going to get you what you want, but it is going to get you protection from the shame, protection from the fear, not actually resolution of the shame or the fear. You're just going to keep being as active in your energy field as ever. But you'll be like, I'm almost there. So you have this idea like you're going to be able to avoid it. Or temporary relief. Yeah, I told him. Ha! Huh. And it's not actually joy, but it's sure not as bad as like having to sit in that shit of fear and shame. So it'll be like the delusion that I got to a higher place, but my frequency is actually the same or worse. So all I had in me was the awareness, I'm not going to feed this ego. So what did I do? I moved toward the fear. I moved toward the shame and heaviness. And if you do this, you want to kind of bring that awareness with you. Okay, I'm not going to complain. So when I choose to not complain or defend or protect or do the reaction, what am I going to feel? Whew! I'm going to feel some stuff. I'm going to feel some stuff that part of me really, 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 really 
doesn't want to feel. And part of me really, 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 really thinks I'm not capable of handling. And that part of me, the ego, protective self, is completely wrong. But it will feel like it's right. You will feel like it's true. Well, you're saying I'm just supposed to let someone shit all over me. Oh, you're saying I'm just supposed to sit back and not do anything. That's the ego talking. Because the ego is so sure that if you don't defend, protect, react, you're going to be devoured. Lisa, this is so powerful. Thank you. Hafsa, a lot of pain doing your exercises, embracing. So look up the instant elevation technique. It's a it's on my YouTube channel. If you're already in the instant elevation program, that is an excellent place to start with this work with learning to master your energy field. Right? If you learn this, you're like even 2% learn this. You're no longer feeding the ego. And your energy field is what's creating your life. So all of a sudden, you raise your frequency 2%. More stuff starts showing up in your life. Resources, joy, cool, fun surprises. Oh, I didn't even know that was an option. Yeah, let's do that. Out of, quote unquote, nowhere. But it actually is out of somewhere, right? It's out of your courage. It takes a lot of courage not to defend when the ego is like, I have to defend. It will destroy me. Oh, is that true? So when you practice the instant elevation, whether you're doing the course, go slow. Do one video at a time. They will literally change your entire consciousness. Just one video in that program. There's small little nuggets that you do in that program. One little tool at a time to awaken your consciousness. Go slow, just a little at a time. It's not about a destination. It's about an integration. Uh, the program is at drkimd.com forward slash IEP. Uh, but there's also free videos on my YouTube just for a little taste of that. Just do a little mini of it and practice it on your own. Do you notice the heaviness? Do you notice the fear? So what you're going to do instead soften the body you actually feel it more it's not easy to feel shame so you got to take a lot of courage with you okay there has to be a why right so that i am a loving being with my children so that i am um so that i welcome the abundance i really want and deserve in my life so that i allow my body to heal so i can have fun and play instead of like you know restrictive diet, tons of supplements, chasing it, chasing it, always at an appointment. This is not fun. What would I gift myself if I chose to be that generous with myself? And can I sit in the heaviness of that shame and just breathe and survive it? Because the ego self is like, you're dying. I can't stand it oh, is that actually true? Or what if I just have more breath? Still intense, but I'm standing it. I'm moving through it one breath at a time. Holy crap, this is huge amounts of density, but I am breathing it. I am the breath that goes beyond this. I am the awareness that is observing this. So I already am bigger than it. The reason 
uh, no, this is not the same as the book course. Uh, the book is at drkimd.com forward slash book. And that has also a bunch of tools in it, little, you know, little, um, you know, sort of like a quick mind body tools anytime, anywhere. The book is a great place to start. And the, there's a video course that goes with the book. If you go to drkimd.com forward slash book, the instant elevation would be sort of like the next bump above that to begin with this work. Um, but the reason we wanted to share this today, because Jess and uh, Alicia both were like, oh yeah, this is a big theme coming up and this is really helpful. We are as a collective moving out of a world where like, you know, there's a lot of shame, but very little awareness to an acceleration where we're more aware and more aware and more aware. And then we want to do things differently. Like, I don't want to keep doing this job that I hate. I want to do something that makes me feel alive. So there's really no energy left in those old systems, right? Well, I hate this job, but I have this great title. So I feel good about that. Or, oh, I'm really miserable, but I make a lot of money. So it pays off. Like it's going to end up that that doesn't even come close to being a payoff where you're like, I'm so aware of how much I'm actually suffering doing this. I don't care what titles, how many people say I'm great or how much money they give me. This There's not even close to enough payoff to have me keep doing this to myself because now I'm aware that it's um, depleting me on every level. It doesn't feel abundant. It doesn't feel like joy. It doesn't feel like aliveness. And I'm ready for real aliveness. So the more awakened we are, the less we can be fooled or manipulated into kind of doing that anyway, or life's like, wake up, you know, you're sick. You can't keep doing this shit anymore. And we realize like, wow, I actually don't like doing this anyway. Sometimes subconsciously, of course, the illness gets manifested. So we're like, oh, at least I don't have to do all these things anymore and take care of everyone else and say yes when I really wanna say no, because I'm sick. I'm not saying we would consciously do that, but subconsciously we get this little hit like, well, there is this one silver lining. I no longer have to go to that job. I hate, I, I know doctor friends who've like manifested really severe diagnosis unconsciously a hundred percent, but they're like, you know what? I hated, I didn't see a way out and I didn't want to keep doing it that way. I, I know so many people in that kind of category. Um, anyway, you don't realize how your cells are listening. And if you're kind of secretly like, I'm, I don't want to do this. I'm miserable. Your cells are like, oh, okay, we can handle that. <laughs> Let's shut things down. So you wouldn't want that. You wouldn't consciously want that, but you got to get conscious in order to create something else, right? Like, all right, if I had the courage to say no when it's a no, I wouldn't need this illness or a lack or whatever as an excuse for why I'm doing that. What would it be if you had more courage? And how do I cultivate more courage? So you got to feel in your heart, what do I love? Who do I love? What's easy to love? Like I think of my little baby, my little daughter and my family or my husband or a day that was like so blissful. I played with them at the pool yesterday and my daughter and her little bestie, they're both like total princesses and they're like picking each other up and doing, you know, poses and little dances in the water. And like, it was so much fun. So you find that, yes, I choose to be more fully alive. Yes, I choose to have even more of this level of joy. 
that activates you. That electromagnetically activates the heart. It activates the frequency of love. It activates the frequency of joy. It shifts your immune system. It shifts your digestive system. It shifts your brain patterning. So you're not in that same brain patterning. You feel it, okay? May be subtle at first, but it will be enough to have you take a bigger one full breath in the face of the shame that you've just stopped protecting against. So it kind of comes up a little bit more. Is someone tacking you, criticizing you, putting pressure on you? The problem isn't them. It's where do I buy into them as right? So I have to, you know, like I am wrong for doing this. So I have to make them stop saying it. If I don't make myself wrong, it doesn't actually matter how many people make me wrong. I won't feel bad. <laughs> and people, a lot of people aren't willing to do this because they're like, well, I'm afraid not to make myself wrong because what if I am wrong? But it doesn't work that way. If you're doing something destructive and you stop making yourself wrong, you actually have more insight and more power to make a change and choose differently, not less. Making yourself wrong doesn't mean you notice, you you have less awareness of what shit you're doing. That's not good stuff, right? It doesn't mean you're less aware. You're actually more aware and more capable of doing it differently, even if that's all you do, because the shame feeds the shame. You know, someone's going to call you out and make you feel bad and like, I can't believe you just said that. And then you either defend because you don't want to feel ashamed or you're like, oh, she's right. And you berate yourself. But they're both two sides of the same coin. What if you just welcome it and breathe the shame? Because it's going to come up. Soon as you stop defending, what you resist persists. Soon as you stop resisting it, what you embrace dissolves. And as it dissolves, going to not be encapsulated by that protection anymore. It's going to be like, whoa, it's coming out of that bubble and you're going to feel it. And that's as it's leaving your energy field. So if you think of these little nuggets, you know, like walled off energy nuggets that are like walled off and protected like a little abscess, soon as you pop that abscess, what happens? Stinky pus comes out. Oh, this is so bad. Stinky pus. You know, I'm moving in the wrong direction. I'm getting worse. No, you popped the abscess. You're getting better. The only way it can heal, you've got to break the wall. Let it drain, right? Breath, 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 breath. More breath, more pain, more breath, more shame, more breath, more heaviness, more fear, more breath, more courage. So we wanted to share this because we are in fact going through a massive expansion, uh, ascension, increase in frequency in the human collective on the planet. Everyone's gonna feel it. And you're either gonna have uh, a nightmare time of it because you're going to feel all your shame and not what, know what to do with it. Or you're like, oh my God, this is awesome. Better out than in. I embrace this and use the tools and work with the tools, either in the instant elevation course or other places, or maybe just intuitively your body knows what to do. All you got to do is listen, tune in, be present and listen. Your body will show you just like having a baby. In fact, I gave this analogy 
yesterday when I was with Jess and Alicia, I said, it's the difference between like, you know, you're pregnant, you're going to have the um, uh, uh, birthing labor process and you're going to have a baby. And it's the difference between um, I, I, you know, I know what pregnancy is. I've seen some of my girlfriends go through it. I've heard about it. I've looked at women pregnant. I get it. And now I'm like, wow, I'm pregnant. I know I'm pregnant. So I go through all the symptoms of pregnancy, but maybe I'm reading books. Maybe I have assistant. I'm drinking the right water. I'm hydrating. I'm, ser I'm serving my body through the pregnancy. And I'm not scared because I'm like, I know what's happening. And I'm supported, right? Then I'm in labor and it's like, oh my God, wicked, unthinkable, intense contraction. And you're like, ah, but I've got a doula or a midwife or someone really skilled and they're assisting me through the prep for every breath. You know, find your strength, Kim, find your courage, relax your pelvis, let your body do what it's designed to do. And I'm nurtured through the whole thing, right? So I'm each, each contraction, I know what's happening. And I know, you know, the contraction ended and there's going to be another one and I'm going to be supported through that. And you go through the whole thing and then the birth happens. The baby knows how to come out. You just learn some surrender. You support the body and oh my gosh, you have a baby. And let's say in this scenario, that baby represents the greatest love you've ever known, the greatest joy, the greatest light, the greatest abundance and unthinkable creativity. Okay. Now let's say a whole different person doesn't know what pregnancy is, just knows she feels like crap and she's scared. Why do I feel like this? Maybe it's this, maybe it's that. What's happening? How do I make it better? And then she goes into this labor process and she's like, oh my God, I knew it. I'm dying. I knew it was going to happen. I didn't do what I needed to do. I tried so hard to avoid this. And the labor and the contractions. And it's like ah, screaming and screaming with unthinkable suffering instead of just pain, suffering. And, you know, it ends, but she's like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And then it comes back. Oh no. And she feels completely defeated powerless, helpless, another contraction. Oh no. And then finally this baby comes out, right? <laughs> Either way, we are having a baby. We can tap into our guidance and receive assistance, awareness, clarity, and support and nurturance on this ascension pathway to birth a new world, a new self, the true self, or shut down. I don't even know what pregnancy is, let alone a baby. What? That can't happen. That's not possible. Well, you guys are crazy, right? Shut down, disconnect. Most people are very disconnected from their body. They have no idea what's happening within them. All of their focus and attention goes outside. Total disillusionment, suffering, misery. Oh my God, it's the end of the world. It's the worst thing that could ever happen. Okay, where do you reside? Maybe you bounce back and forth a little bit. <laughs> Have compassion for yourself. We are going through a massive, massive shift from the space of living from fear and separation, right? I am my body, my looks, my title, my money, my status, my roles blah, 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 to uh, authenticity. I am an infinite being having a physical experience. And yeah, I can let that physical experience be awesome and enjoy. You know, my, my mom, we were in the store and she's like, you should get that shirt. I'm like, that's so fun. I love it. Got a shirt, right? 
didn't come from the same place of like, that'll make me feel better about myself, right? We can be in the body awakened and have joy in being physical, right? I'm an infinite being having physical experience and I can embrace that physical experience. I don't have to just transcend it and call it a day. I can embody it. I can embrace it. I can let this world be an unbelievable matrix of joy where we share what's in our heart. Oh, I love to make, you know, these pens. It brings my heart joy. Who wants a pen? Oh, I want a pen. Um, I make this amazing, potent drink. Who wants, oops, sorry, got my computer. Who wants some of this amazing elixir that gives you so much energy? Oh, good. So we exchange things of actual value that the creation of them is just as valuable and fulfilling as the exchange of them, as the receiving of them, right? Right now we're in a fear-based economy, a lack-based economy, a debt-based economy. It's a nightmare for like anybody who's checked that out, right? Like, hmm, how do I actually feel about money? <laughs> I'm scared, right? For a lot of people, that's, that's the whole experience. It's not abundant. So we're shifting from lack, fear, separation, consciousness into whoa, we're connected. We are one. We're not separate. And abundance consciousness, abundance consciousness is the more I give and contribute, the more I receive, <laughs> right? And that's like, what? How could that be? And fear and separation, the more I give, the less I have. Why do people have to shame other people? What do they get out of it? They get a temporary hit of feeling superior and avoiding their own shame. And you, if you are in disconnection with yourself, get a horrifying experience of either defensiveness, protection, or like, I feel so terrible, shame. You could be receptive. This is the Yes, I am going through pregnancy, birth, and delivery, but I'm doing it with consciousness. You could receive that comment. I mean, this is what we're doing. And look at what is this bringing up in me? Oh, I feel like I just got punched in the stomach. Oh, I feel this heaviness in my chest. Oh, there's this thought. I want to die. So feelings, emotions, thoughts, sensations. So now I'm in awareness. Whoa, when she said that, oh, I just felt crushed. Oh, when she said that, oh, there's this sensation in my solar plexus. So stay with that, right? Breathe that into it. Say yes to it. I welcome that this thing happened and something got triggered in me, right? Because I learned about the pregnancy delivery birth process. So I'm like, whoa, this is awakening me. I didn't even know the shit lived in me. I didn't know I'm carrying the shame since I was 10 years old. I sure am ready to let it go. Thank you, seemingly perpetrator, for bringing up in me what was previously unconscious, right? A Course in Miracles talks about, you know, the wound is the place where the light comes in. What was unconscious is now conscious. Feels like it's worse, but actually is better. Can I welcome what seems like my perpetrator? I mean, I've had some of this lately, guys. Oh, my God. And I realized, like, how is this the best thing that could be happening? That I'm more aware of this pattern 
and shame and heaviness and wronging myself than ever. And can I be in a space of compassion for myself and being willing to be aware at this level? Most people will avoid this at all costs. In fact, people would rather die than feel shame. Most, most people, most people would rather die and would choose death before they would choose to feel their shame. There's like bajillions of, experience, of examples of this in history. Anytime I feel expansion, joy, happiness, I get hit by a tsunami of guilt. I need to feel the guilt, right? Yes, 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 yes. Because that's the expansion. When I expand, guilt is like, no, no, you can't expand. You have to stay small. Don't you remember? You got to put so much energy into walling this shame. Oh, okay, yeah. So you're either a servant to the ego or a servant to the expansion, which is the true self. Nope, I'm going to choose my expansion. And I'm going to go through maybe 10 minutes of feeling like complete and utter shit, but I know what's going on and I'm birthing out that that old shame energy, and it will transmute back to love. Yeah, that's what I choose. And I'm going to breathe in and I'm going to breathe out. So the entire time I'm in that birthing process, I am aware that I am love. I am aware. I'm so proud of myself. Most people would never touch into this, and I'm actually going to do it. Now I feel good the whole time. I feel, quote, bad. <laughs> you just need a 2% space of like, it's okay. I'm in this labor. I know I'm having a baby. But if we don't know we're having a baby, meaning we don't know the higher self is being born, the higher your higher world, your world where you win, where you do the things you love and opportunities do show up and things do work out for you, happens is what's being born through you embracing, feeling, breathing that shame. All right. That is what I have to say about this today. How would you work with a regular inner voice that says, I don't want to, to almost everything? Same thing. And you could use tapping. Even though I don't want to, it's okay to have this experience. This idea, this thought that I don't want to, right? Because tapping, you're neutralizing. In the uh, Instant Elevation program, it walks you through this if you want just some really great tools. Like, how do I transmute that inner voice that says I don't want to? It can be really simple but it's just one more thing I become aware of when I'm in the expanded self. I love you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are starting, as of next week, the Chill Summer Series. The invitation is, because I think that anxiety, depression, like these, you know, having the nervous system be so triggered and dysregulated is almost universal right now. Like so many people are walking around. I have been with someone lately who's, who's so triggered hundred percent of the time that like the littlest thing. And she's like, what, what, what are you doing? Why, why are you doing that? What's happening? It's like, it's okay. We're good. But when our system is triggered to that degree all the time, the littlest thing, it's going to seem like it's because that thing happened, but it's just because you're already triggered. So let's resolve that allow an unwinding. So you're walking around, you're transmuting that energy. So you're walking around with your nervous system in harmony, regulated, so to speak. And, uh, and we have lots of awesome, awesome resources for you this summer. So each Wednesday at 11 a.m. Mountain Time, 
uh, we will be broadcasting these pieces, which are some of the most powerful broadcasts we've done specifically to assist in regulating your nervous system and allowing that expansion, even though some stuff can come up and get triggered, of how do I let that dissolve? How do I let that move out? So whether you're in the Instant Elevation Program or you're reading the Mind Body Toolkit book or whatever may be going on, or just listening and tuning in for the free uh, weekly live broadcast, we will have this chill summer series on offer uh, for the rest of the summer for free, 11 a.m. Mountain Time. There'll be broadcast in the Mind Body community and Facebook and on my YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe, hit the bell, give it a thumbs up and like it if this work resonates with you. And I look forward to um, bringing you deeper throughout the summer and going deeper myself because we're not going to be the same people at the end of this summer. Whether you go through that birth consciously, willingly cultivating your courage so you have strength or you go through that birth, yeah, white knuckling it the whole way through. The good news is there's a baby. <laughs> Our world is becoming a world of wholeness, of love, of joy, of peace. My intention is that we have the most fluid journey in creating that as possible. And I also do have the intention to let that be created uh, as abundantly and as, um, you know, uh, in, in timely as possible. We don't need to wait for that. So, um, I love you guys and I'm glad you're here and I am sorry it's been challenging to you know we've been taught to disconnect and so what life can get so challenging it's not always a pleasant experience thank you for being on this journey with me all right I am at drkimd.com we do have multiple online programs that are excellent excellent resources for mind body medicine for anxiety and depression for chronic illness uh, and chronic fatigue for chronic pain, pain syndromes, and then sort of that entry level program, the instant elevation, which is kind of a universal mastering your energy system, your health, your wealth, your relationships, bringing the power back, activating that power within you. So you access it. Um, you can find our programs at drkimd.com forward slash courses. And for those of you who would like live mentorships, we do have two amazing incredibly powerful mentors who are available to work with you live through this journey, kind of midwives, so to speak, through this exp expansion and awakening. So Jessica and Alicia, and you can access that for more information at drkimd.com forward slash mentors, M-E-N-T-O-R-S, if you would like information about working live with a mentor. Thank you guys. And I'll see you soon. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.